The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net, where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon, and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. I had an interesting conversation with my mom this weekend, this past weekend, that I wanted to share with you all because as I was talking with her, it started to provide some sort of comfort for things that feel so out of our control. My mom had asked me about my thoughts on wild animals dying, dying at the hands of people. People hurt animals, you know, whether it's to keep them out of their garden or if they do it for sport. It brought up some really interesting thoughts. Now, my first thought was, I hate the idea of any animal getting injured being tortured, anything like that. It's te- it's terrible. It's one of the worst feelings in the world because it brings in a feeling of helplessness within me that I can't save all the animals in the world. And to me, animals are so pure and so loving. You know, of course, some of them have been trained perhaps to attack or whatever the case may be, but they become that way because they they feel that they're supposed to and perhaps to please their owners, you know, things like that. But I hate the idea of any animal being tortured, no matter what, if it's just like a little squirrel to a beloved pet, uh, any animal being tortured or, or hurt in a way that's that's malicious, not because, I don't know, they need treatment and so they're getting poked with needles or something like that. Um, though I feel really bad for them, I know that's meant to help them get better. I'm talking more of like with malicious intent. We had this conversation about it and as I was talking to her, very interesting ideas started to come to me and I knew it was my spirit guides and my team sort of helping me along the way to help process this because my mom was curious about my take on it from a spiritual perspective. And so I wanted to share with you all who may feel the same way that I do about animals and how we wish we could save all of them and keep them all protected as best we physically can. But unfortunately... Physically, that's just not 
possible. Uh, but there are ways that we can spiritually protect them. Uh, so my mom had heard about somebody who would get rid of the squirrels that would come into their garden um, by using a BB gun. It was really painful to her for her to hear. My mom is very empathic and very a big lover of animals, big lover of animals. And her, her heart really hurt when she heard about this, so much so that she wanted to get my take on it. And I told her how much that it bothered me as well and how I hate the idea of any animals being, being hurt uh, for any reason. As I was talking with her, I started to get reassurance from my guides in the sense that there are things that we can do to help protect the animals spiritually. One thing is that because humans have free will, it's really hard for us to change the will of humans. But one thing that we could do is, with the help of our spirit guides, maybe talk to the guides of the humans and see if they can work on helping their human to change their heart. Now, granted, again, free will, the human can absolutely choose to ignore and perhaps they have been ignoring their their guides telling them that this is cruel and not to do it, not to hurt the animals. But that would be one thing that you could try to do. Another thing that perhaps may be more in our control is creating some sort of protective bubble. So in this particular instance, for this particular home where they try and keep the squirrels out of their garden off their property would be to put a bubble around that property so that the squirrels will be less inclined to even enter that property so that they don't run the risk of being killed or injured for doing so. So that's one way that we could protect animals without physically having to be there to do so. Another way is if the animal does get into a situation where they are injured is to ask that whatever entities on the other side are there to be with that animal to help that transition be quick, even if their physical body may not yet be quote unquote dead, uh, that their souls will have moved on. So there's no suffering. uh, There's no being alone, maybe more so that there's no suffering because animals just like humans, they're never alone. And, and that's not, from what I've heard, not so much their concern when it comes to crossing over, but just so that they aren't suffering and they're not feeling any pain, unnecessary pain because of, a, of an act that um, was meant to cause them harm. I understand there are di- different circumstances and, and that's not what this is about. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is to share what I was shown as far as when animals are crossing over. Uh, So I was shown that and told that there are a group of entities. How many there are, I don't know. I feel like it's sort of an infinite number um, that perhaps changes uh, with time. But there's a group of entities on the other side and their quote unquote job is to be with the animals, to sort of be like animal guides, but not they're not actual animals. They could be, but they didn't come to me that way. They came to me in more of a human form, perhaps more so it was easy for me to recognize. Not that that is the the form that they will always take, uh, but they do come across that way, at least in the vision that they gave me. 
And their job is to help the animals with their transition, help the animals when they're on the other side and be there for them. And not every animal from what I'm being shown is it uh, has like an individual spirit guide. There are like angels and guides that are committed to all the animals, but because the other side is so limitless, especially when it comes to time and space, they can attend to all the animals, but still be like a few <laughs> to still be like this, this group of made up of only uh, quote unquote, a few entities, but they can be there for all uh, animals this includes insects as well, but all animals and insects uh, that are uh, needing to cross over or in the, in the midst of crossing over or who have crossed over. So they don't have individual guides like we do. They're so pure and their mission in life is, it, I, I want to say less complex, though it plays a major role in many humans' lives seems to be less less complex. Humans have made things much more complicated. <laughs> so we need more guidance and more direction because of that. The other thing that these entities do besides, you know, attend to the animal's needs uh, on the other side is they do a, they do some other things. They are there with the animal when they're in transition. And they are there with the animal, not because the animal needs to be guided to the other side. I feel that for animals, it's a rather quick transition. They just seem to know what to do, but to be there because it's it's part of their job, the entity's job. It's part of what they do, this animal guide. Uh, they're just meant to be there for the transition, uh, whether or not they play a role I'm not being shown that right now, um, but more that they are there so that animals aren't crossing over alone. But some of the animals do need to sort of, uh, they do keep their distance from some is what I'm showing. So not all of them are like right there with them as they cross over and needing to explain to them what happened. It's more so they're just, I don't want to say supervising or just observing the transition and just making sure that all is well. Another bit of reassurance that I was given was that animals that have been injured in some way where their prognosis is terminal, they're pretty much going to pass. I've been shown that those animals, like their their soul does leave their little injured bodies, or even their big injured bodies, right? Like elephants and things, but they leave their bodies before the actual body dies. And that is to prevent any sort of uh, suffering. Um, and so because of that, even though they may be pretty mangled, like their bodies may seem pretty injured uh, and terminal, they are not in their bodies experiencing that pain they have already crossed over. And some animals cross over so quickly that it's almost like they just pick up where they left off prior to being in that state of their physical bodies ready to uh, die. So some of them are just sort of business as usual on the other side. And perhaps it's a much beautiful place than, uh, than in some places of earth have become, but they uh, seem to transition rather well and they transition before they can really suffer from their wounds. So that is also comfort as well. So knowing that they don't transition alone and that they are able to not suffer from their wounds because their souls have left their body prior to the body actually physically dying. So 
hopefully that brings some comfort to you guys uh, who also have this affinity towards animals and the need to want to help them and protect them and love them. So if you ever come across hearing that perhaps somebody is injuring animals for whatever reason, torturing animals, uh, leaving animals for dead, um, or even if it's just a bigger picture of all the animals who have been inadvertently injured, uh, whether it was they were hit by a car and perhaps the driver was unknowing or whatever the case may be for all the animals that we feel such a such a love and, and, and a desire to protect, but there are just too many of them and um, to do so. Uh, just know that we can we can send them energetic protection. Know that they have support on the other side as well, and they won't suffer from any of their injuries, especially if they're terminal. They won't suffer from them. Uh, their transition at that point will occur prior to their physical bodies dying. So um, hopefully this brings some comfort to at least some of you who feel that they need it. I know that as I was talking with my mom about the situation and these ideas were being given to me, it made me feel better. It brought me out of a place of helplessness and more into a place of hope, though I still wish that there was more that I could do to help all animals to keep from feeling pain or uh, suffering or anything like that. But I feel like this is at least a good start. And so let's, you know, let's continue to send love to the planet, send love to all the animals, send love to humanity, and hope that in doing so, we continue to raise the vibration of this planet, of the universe, and hope that we get to a place where animals no longer will be at risk for suffering due to any sort of malicious intent. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you again in my next one. And that was another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.